everybody. It's the Hoaxbusters Lives on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, speakfreeradio.com. And uh, we'll be talking about some things tonight, like usual. Um, but before we uh, get into some of the topics, we uh, have been discussing uh, the book, Diane, maybe you could show the book, which is the um, Six Million Fact of Fiction Correct. by Peter Winter. It's the eighth edition, and you mm-hmm. can get that on um, FunnyTreePublishing.com site, and we'll show you that probably later. I got it right behind me here, if you can see it, up there on the top uh, shelf there. And uh, I actually have that in PDF form, too. So I get plenty of ways of reading it. So what we've been doing, just like we were doing with Joe when he was doing the book, uh, Mike, Michael Jones's book, um, The Holocaust, Holocaust Narrative, there you we're go. just reviewing a couple points, you know, maybe 10 minutes or so or whatever. And, um, However you know, long it takes. What, whatever long it takes. If Diane goes too long, I'll just knock her out of the picture. Well, I've got got the big guns, the one who's really controlling things. Don't mess with me. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, we thought that, you know, our favorite topic really should be talked about every day that we do a show. And most people don't want to talk about the topic for various reasons, but we like to get it out there to show people that it's the most important topic, in my opinion, anyway, dealing with with what's going on in the world today, and the Jews don't want you to talk about it. So why not talk about it? You know, talk about it so we can get them mad. Because if you don't get them mad, then they don't care. So anyway, Miss Diane, you are going to continue on in the discussion. And yep. people can uh, uh, discuss it later if they want with us. Uh, if they have, if you have any uh, comments about it, fine, whatever. Uh, people who want to call in or whatever. We we could deal with that later too. But uh, we do have to get this part of, you know, the whole whole discussion out of the way first. So, Miss Diane, can you, do you want to uh, continue on? Glad to. <clears throat> the reason why we must talk about it, and we know it's what you used to call sticking the finger in the eye, is to, it gets, of course, it gets their attention. And you know they don't like it because they are continually attempting to make laws that fight it. Okay. Right. Chapter two is the number of Jews under, and they use the term Nazi for abbreviation purposes. I wish Peter wouldn't, he would establish it with National Socialism and put that in parentheses, NS, and refer to it as NS from there, but he uses the term Nazi. There were 4.5 million Jews under direct Nazi control. And so figures were produced by the German government and submitted to the famous Wannsee Conference in January 1942. And they were listed and broken down. And I have a chart where they concluded there were 11 million Jews in all of Europe, 4.5 million under German control. In the world census, there were 15 million, like 15.7 million at the beginning of, uh, actually it was 1933, I think. By 1948, there were... Um, I think minus minus about 300,000. Okay. And so they made a list of each of the countries and how many do they did a fairly thorough census in this regard. It gives about 6.7 Jews in Europe, not, not directly under German control. It's incorrect to assume that the Jews in countries allied to the Germans were handing over their Jews to the Nazis. 
I'll tell you what, the ones who were not allied with the Germans were handing their Jews over for the transfer agreement. I thought that was hilarious, especially France. So what was that figure, 16.7? About 6.7 oh, 6. and 6. a half Jews in Europe were not no, under no, the Diane, no, 16.7. No, 6,755,000. Okay, 6, 000. 000. Well, you, okay, fine, because you're saying... I six said 6.7. No, you didn't. Okay, go ahead. I move did. on. 6.7 okay. million ish. Okay, move on. Okay. Uh, they were not turning their Jews. And there was always the assumption that any time there was alliances with Germany, they would hand over their Jews to the Reich. That wasn't the case. Like I said, non, not 6.7 in, okay, <laughs> non allies like France handed over 10,000. Well, again, that's not a million, but you know, 10,000 here, 10,000 there. When they heard about the transfer agreement, there are at least 4.3 million post-war Holocaust claims against German, the German government alone. Until the end of 1987, some 4,300,000 individual claims, like I said, had been made by the Holocaust survivors against the post-war German government. And then it's got a list of, uh, of other particular, let's sign up for this benefit and we'll get some more, more benefits. Um, but like the Federal Compensation Act, uh, let's see, of, of, and see what they have. These, these compensation acts have a certain time limit. This is in 1953. They had another one in 1956. They have to be renewed. Uh, the German finance, and th- th- this is, this is basically, uh, in Germany. This means by the Nazis' own reckoning that of the estimated 4.5 million Jews directly under their control in 1942, at least 4.3 million had claimed compensation from the German government for persecution by 1987. The official post-war German government tally of the number of Holocaust compensation claims filed after the war by Jewish survivors um, it's 4.3 million. It's perfectly in line, again, with the Nazi estimate. Okay, but you got to okay. explain that because people might not you talk about compensation, an easier word for people to understand. Reparations. Reparations. Absolutely, okay, reparations. But they're claim compensation for persecution. Though that A shorter word for that is reparations yeah. that they claim. It started out with Germany. Yad Vashem's victim list compiled on hearsay. Now, that's very important. You didn't have to have verification of family or name. And that's why a number of the entries were in three, four, five, ten times. And that ramps up the numbers. It's comprised utterly of vague and unverifiable entries such as this one. This one basically where the family name is Friedman, doctor of law, first name, maiden name, Walter, mother's name, Emma, Emma, Isidore. And, you know, but there's nothing to confirm it. Place and date of death, circumstances of death, that's a big question mark. The figures are grotesquely inflated, and the Holocaust storytellers do this because they believe that no one will dare question any such testimony, and they happen to be right. That is, until the revisionists came on the scene. A list of names compiled under these conditions is unreliable and open to the most outrageous fraud. Despite this, Yad Vashem and the media regularly tout this list of victims, and the victims, you know, the list of victims is in this kind of circular, um, presentation as proof of the Holocaust because you've got pictures. Therefore that's proof because nobody would lie about that. Mm. But the Yad Vashem still admits that the list isn't accurate. There was one historian 
quote-unquote historian who invented 22 Holocaust victims, a German blogger living in Dublin, how about that, pretending to be Jewish, spread fictitious stories about her family's Holocaust history, even submitting false claims to the Yad Vashem Memorial in Jerusalem. But it was all made up. So was she taken to task for it? Not really. However, well, somebody took her to task because she was found dead uh, weeks after she was ridiculed for inventing the 22 Holocaust victims she claimed were her relatives. Well, sometimes there's, I don't like karma, but sowing and reaping. Okay, now we, Jim has spoken about the the Hurdle, Wilhelm Hurdle um, report. Oh, the oh, well, oh, the O oh with the umlaut over it is, is like her. Oh, okay. And the spurious origin of the six million number. The first mention of six million Jews killed was contained in a statement by Wilhelm Hurdle, H-O with an umlaut, double T-L, a former employee of the Reichsicherheitsamt. It's a department uh, Reich Security Main Office, during the Nuremberg Trials, officially the International Military Tribunal. Yeah, officially. He became the acting head of intelligence and counter-espionage in Central and Southeast Europe, who first started the six million number story with an unsubstantiated and later proven incorrect statement before the Nuremberg Tribunal. He was rewarded for his testimony by being given a job with the U.S. Army Counterintelligence Corps. I'm sure he was threatened, and then once he he complied, then he was given a reward. Uh, nonetheless, a written statement he made after the war while in detention during the IMT, uh, in the international, I guess, the, the trial, claimed that... Inter- international military trial. Thank you. Claimed that SS Obersturmbrandfuhrer Adolf Eichmann had informed him in Budapest that approximately 4 million Jews had been killed in the various concentration camps, while an additional 2 million met death in other ways, the major part of which was shot by operational squads of the security police during the campaign against Russia. And uh, at this this trial, Eichmann denied saying any such thing, and was quoted not long after the war as saying is that Hurdle should be killed for making up this claim. And so he denied it. But it, whatever, regardless... All these statements um, are, are, are carved in granite. And, of course, it was read into the record, and even and Hurdle was uh, interrogated. And, and then, uh, you know, he was kept in custody, and then he was given this position. Dieter Veselinsini. Remember that one, Jim? Lissini? What, what is it? Oh, Lissini. Yeah. Lissini and the Six yeah. Million. All these are in the Did Six Million Really Die? He has a real uh, good... Um, Concise synopsis of it as well. The only other source for the six million figure is supposedly the confession from a low-ranking Gestapo figure, Dieter Vislicini, head of the Gestapo and Bratislava. Vislicini, like Hurdle, would never actually had anything to do with the camps. They were never there and provided his evidence purely on hearsay. The relevant part of Vislicini's confessions read as follows. Eichmann personally always talked about at least a million Jews. Sometimes he even mentioned five million. According to my own estimate, I should say that at least 4 million must have been destined for the so-called final solution. How many of those actually survived, I'm not in a position to say. When Adolf Eichmann was put on trial, he called this Lucini's comments theater and said he never had any figures of exterminated Jews. But see, we do, we do know how many, how many survived, they tell us. Yes, that's by, true. By, by how, many people, how many people now have, have collected reparations? And it was like yeah. probably a little over 5 million. But right, uh, now, the, the problem with that is, it, it's, if you're going to go by that 5 million, great. But there was only 4.5 million 
Jews under the German control. Right. So you, you got you got a whole bunch of more people added to the list here that weren't under German control. So someone's lying. Oh, yeah. Someone's lying with, with how many people survived or, or the, the lying with the original 4.5 million figure or whatever. I mean, the, the, we're not getting the exact number, no, no matter what. But, but what, you know, what are you going to do? Well, first of all, the definition for Holocaust survivor was expanded to include any Jew who had been alive at the time, whether they were in Europe or not. I know they could have been in the United States. That's right. They could have. They could have. Hitler was asking people to leave. Uh, again, nobody really knows this or cares about this. But before even the war started, I'm, I'm talking years before. Uh, in the 30s, he he was getting the Jews when he took power in 33. He was getting the Jews to leave. They were leaving, yeah. okay. And hundreds and thousands of them probably left. And and there was only at the most maybe 200,000 yeah. Jews in Germany. Yeah, so most of them left. Yeah. Um, but the point is that at the time they didn't know how many had survived, but there were not any, never any figures of exterminated, exterminated Jews, nor any plan for it. Yeah. And again, that uh, Wislicini's, Wislicini's comments were theater. Needless to say, Wislicini was never able to produce any evidence to back up his claims, but this did not stop his confession from being accepted as a literal truth contrary to all customary laws of evidence and procedure. Soon after making this confession, Vislicini was extradited to communist-controlled Czechoslovakia, where he was hanged in 1948. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Uh, U.S. Senate hears of torture and inducements used to extract confessions from Nazis. Why would Hurdle and Vislicini have many, made such outrageous statements based purely on hearsay without any other evidence? The answer to this question was provided by U.S. Senator Joseph McCarthy, who was officially sent to Nuremberg by the U.S. Senate as an observer. Observer. He was shocked at the abuses he saw and made a complete speech on the topic in the U.S. Senate in 1949. Um, <clears throat> anyway, there are a number of things. We've, we've, we've talked about this before. Uh, threat now, of arrest. Now you, now you know why they came against McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he stood on the wrong side of the discussion. Well, I mean, he, 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 got off, he got off on the wrong side of the, of the, of the foot here. When he um, started, you know, saying something that was a problem here, they they didn't like it. But he was a good one to send. They didn't realize it, but he really was an uh, amazing advocate to send. Yeah. Um, By the threats uh, or, you know, promising release uh, and encouraged the witnesses to agree to make any statement at all, as long as they could possibly be released or found not guilty. And so anyway, Senator McCarthy revealed how the confessions were extorted. The, the interrogations left clearly visible remarks. The methods used were skin burns, destruction of the bed of the finger, toenails with burning matches, torn out. See, they could accuse the Japanese of doing this. Torn out fingernails, knocked in teeth, broken jaws, crushed te- testicles, wounds of all kinds due to beatings with clubs, brass knuckles, and kicks, being locked up naked in cold, damp, and dark rooms for several days, imprisonment in hot rooms with nothing to drink, mock trials, mock convictions, mock executions, bogus clergymen, and many more. And this is also submitted in the congressional record in 1949. Ah, Senator McCarthy was never forgiven for daring to speak out against the abuses at Nuremberg, and their they were a significant reason for this, for his later demonization by the mass media. Okay. That's interesting uh, regarding McCarthy. I want to talk about the uh, the, the, the priests. 
Ah, what would happen is they would the the, the priest would come in, and uh, there's probably a couple things that probably happened with him. There, mm-hmm. he was either coming in to give him his last rites or yeah. you know last confession or something. Or well, that would be terrifying. And yeah, and you know, and or he was coming in to you know just get information out of him. So mm-hmm. these Catholic priests, yeah, okay, we're not we're not really being uh, good to the cause here. They were being used yeah. by the Allies to get information from these guys, uh, good or bad or whatever. These and, tortured uh, guys. I mean, yeah. they, you know, I don't know how people can even condone this nonsense here that they did this, but they did, and. Uh, that wasn't right to do at all, you know. Um, in this next section, the Jewish Holocaust scholar Raoul Hilberg reduces the total death toll to 2.8 million, but media still uses a 6 million dead figure. Figure, And Hilberg died in 2007. He was a key figure at the first uh, Zundel trial. Austrian-born Jew, considered the world's preeminent scholar of the Holocaust, famous for his three-volume Destruction of the European Jews. He did not bother to explain how the evidence presented at the Nuremberg trials from Hertel and Hearst claimed figures twice as large, or in Auschwitz case, four times as large. More disturbingly, no attempt is ever made to correct the still-quoted figure of six million. Auschwitz death toll officially reduced by 2.5 million, but the six million figure still remains. And you've talked about that at great length. Uh, they talk about four million, and that was a, pla- a, a huge stone plaque that was established in, in Auschwitz. And it seemed like 1989 or after the, the, the wall fell down and the Soviet archives were opened, and it seems that's really odd to me, that they realized that they had overstated the numbers and dropped it down. And we, we talked about that. And the, huge, there were a number of articles about Auschwitz deaths reduced to a million. But like that, that meme we have, 6 million minus 3 million is still 6 million. The shrinking number of dead at Auschwitz from 9 million to 73,000. And there are a number of, uh, of, of references. What, what was that? 9 million? Yeah. What, they, they started, said nine, 9 million were killed in Auschwitz? Yeah, at one point. I've heard a lot of different numbers. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. And then it had to be reduced to 73,000. I mean, just nonsense. People, people just don't understand numbers. They, they, don't, they don't get it, what it would take to kill a million people. I, I, right, you know, it's just but they, they don't consider, particularly in uh, in um, eastern Poland, with a high water table for one thing. Okay, um, the plaque on display, and we, you've seen it, we have a, a number of times produced this, at Auschwitz until 1989, claiming that four million were killed at the camp. And then below in 1990, the number of dead Auschwitz was suddenly reduced to 1.5 million, and a new plaque was erected. And this was a dramatic 2.5 million reduction in the number of dead Jews, but no effort was made to reduce a 6 million figure by the same amount. I'm wondering if they have a plaque there now saying anything. Or reducing yeah. the numbers even further. Well, I mean, what, what's, what's the plaque saying now? I, I haven't well, been there, so I, I don't know. You forever know. let this place be a cry of dead despair. And uh, about 1.5 million, again, that was uh, down from 4 million. <clears throat> the Corhair report, and you've you've talked about this. Only nine thousand Jews in camps as of December nineteen forty-two. Another favorite standby of the Holocaust storytellers is the famous Corhair report, which is which it is claimed was a report drawn up by the chief inspector of the Statistical Bureau 
of the SS Dr. Richard Corhair on the progress of the Holocaust up until December 1942. A, a supplemental report covered the first quarter of 1943. A reading of the full Corhair report reveals no mention of gas chambers of extermination. After the war, Corhair denied all knowledge of the Holocaust, saying that he had only heard about exterminations after the collapse in 1945. A lot of them get out of it or try to wiggle their way out of it by saying, one, I didn't know, I didn't hear. There is thus nothing in the Corhair report that could substantiate the Holocaust legend. On the contrary, the revelation that there were only 9,127 Jews in all concentration camps of, as of December 1942, including the camps in Poland, is a devastating indictment against the Holocaust story. And there's a, a, a summation of, of this calculation that, that occurred, uh, and it's in German, uh, a chart, but you can, the numbers aren't. You can see the numbers. And that is the conclusion of Chapter 2. Okay, so what what do we get out of this? Well, very simple. And again, th- this is the figure that I've been using, uh, you know, because I probably got it from this book. I've been using the 4.5 uh, million uh, Jews who were under the German reign, under their control mm-hmm. at that point in time. And even to come, I mean, to come up with a 6 million figure, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, they, there was only 4.5 million there. Uh, and th- in, the, in the whole... You know all the countries you know that that Germany ran, or, or, or you know overtook there, whatever. Um, That's why you have to understand that they don't have the numbers. They've got to cram them in from well, some they, other source. They got a big problem with the numbers right off the yeah. bat. Okay, Nuremberg so, was one way. Yeah, and, and the thing is, again, they've, they've never they know the numbers are not right, but yeah, they, they continue do. to they use do. the numbers because people are so yeah. dumb they want to believe the numbers and. And every time you hear a politician speak or, uh, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. president speak or whoever speaks, talking about the Holocaust, even Dumbo Trump. Oh, Six yeah. Six Jews were yep. killed. Oh, we're killed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know? Um, There's no fixing stupid. That's what Ron White of Blue Collar Comedy said. No fixing stupid, truly. Yeah. All right. So that's, you know, that's a big thing. But, again, the biggest thing that I like to tell people, it's not – the people that died, that's the issue. It's the people that they claim survived. And we do have a number. We do have a number. If you want to believe what they're saying now, they claim the reparation you know, situation, people that survived enough to collect money from all this, uh, they, they claim it's around $5 million, maybe a little more, whatever. If that's, that's the big, case, that's if that's the case, then I say let's start subtracting those numbers from the six million. Well, that, I mean that that's a big problem. It's, it's mm-hmm. who survived. If five million survived, then who died? Well, no, that's died. What the, <laughs> so. Oh, what's his name? Who did the Holocaust industry? His mommy was saying when when they were discussing this. Well, yeah. then who died? Finkelstein. Thank you. Yeah, his mom was saying, <laughs> you know, if when you eliminate all these other possibilities and you know more survive it looked like based on and like i said the uh, world census from 1933 to 1948 that uh, there might have been 300,000 less jews in the world right well that's that's what we i come up with when i talk yeah. i said probably at the at the most you probably got 300,000 I mean, I even bring it to five hundred thousand. Has to be less. It's probably probably more accurate around three hundred thousand people, complete people, not just Jews, 
everybody that died in the camps. All, all causes, okay. all camps. Okay, and half of them might have been Jews. So you're you're only talking, I mean, honestly, it's probably 100,000, 200,000. I don't even think that. Oh, uh, yeah, Jews up here. Probably died. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so 98% of them uh, survived, of mm-hmm. the Jews, but they want you to believe they all died. And, and yeah, we're hearing all the nonsense. They're talking about all the people that are giving their testimonies. Like, how the hell can all you people give it? Testimony. You can't do it. Well, that you can debunk just about every testimony as a lie. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's where we stand there. All right. I want to um I, I wanna talk about this topic. This is very critical because I've been putting up some videos uh about Germa Rudolph and I did the interview Germa last week. Uh Red Cross paper says two hundred and seventy K. Uh yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Right, but uh, see, I, I'm looking at it as um, I don't I don't know if they have that figured in with the other camps like Treblinka, Sobibor. I thought it was all camps, all causes. Well, I, I I just don't know. I mean, but even that figure there is a again we use. I that think figure. that's a bit high. Well, whatever. Uh, again, well, no, they're saying they're saying two hundred seventy-one thousand in all the camps. I know. I still think it's too high. Well, now the whatever. problem, the issue well, is six, that it's no six million. No, that's for sure. It's that it, things really started ramping up in the in the death toll when the Allies started bombing the supply lines. That's when things started getting really bad. Right. Okay. Now, um, my my problem is that they they can't prove six million died. I mean, that's no, just well, that was a cabal goes. number, if you recall. Okay. From so they, they can't prove it, and then you know we're trying to tell them, look, you can't prove there was six million Jews even there. So you have a problem. I don't have to prove anything. Right. You got to prove they died. Mm-hmm. And now the biggest thing, you got to prove how they died. Mm-hmm. That's even worse. As you all said, right. they need a body and need a weapon. Yeah. How do they die? See, that's why, you know, I, I don't get a chance to talk to people uh, outside that are not privy to this information. I mean, in other words, I would love to talk to people that believe the bull, the bullshit about the narrative, you know? yeah. But I, I'm never around people to talk to them. But if, I mean, if you just if you just could talk to them, re- reason with them, and saying, "How do you know six million that? You know, how can you yeah, prove that right. there wasn't even six million there?" Blah blah blah. You know what I mean? You just I don't know. But it doesn't matter. No matter. You, look at they could come out and say ten people died, and they still wouldn't believe it. <laughs> you know what they I mean? hate it when that happens. Well, I'm just saying, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what we say. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can say anything. They're not going to believe us, but they could say whatever they want. Everybody's going to believe them. So they need the to, to keep the uh, gravy train going. Yeah. Okay, let me move. I want to move on to this uh, Grandma Rudolph situation because okay. this is very critical. We haven't talked to Grandma Rudolph in about three or four years, maybe. I mean, we're actually, we've talked to him, but he. he Kind of like was Not on officially, yeah. Okay, and um, I finally got to do an interview with him last week, and it was really good. Well, actually, th- yeah, it was th- this week. Actually, wasn't it this week? I talked to him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. Well, anyway, Saturday. I had a nice talk with him, and I let him do most of the talking, and he explained all of, you know all the problems he had with his wife and kids and everything else there. And uh, anyway, yeah, there's Grandma. A whole bunch of stuff about him there. Um, but Grandma did a really good job explaining what he's been working on for the last few years. Mm-hmm. And he's been working on the Holocaust Encyclopedia. So if you could go 
to that Holocaust Encyclopedia. That would be really Holocaust good. Encyclopedia.com. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to that, I want to just kind of show you show you some things there. One word. Yeah. It's it it's actually one word. Um, no, that's the wrong encyclopedia. Holocaust Yeah. Oh, look at that. Okay. Well, you should get to it there. Well, it's got to no, be one no. word. No, look because at, Holocaust look. Encyclopedia comes out. The whole the, the hoaxers I mean, have look at, look at that. See what they do? They yeah. hijacked it. They're sending you to all their bullshit. I don't know. Um, it's HolocaustEncyclopedia.com, one word. Yeah. No, wow, that's still that? the that's still the That's I, incredible. Isn't it? See they, they hijacked uh, Diana's computer that they they have it so she can't even get I sent her the link. She can probably click uh, okay. on it. Okay. Well I don't know why it's it's not come up because even in even on my computer it comes up. You know, it comes up uh when I do it. I do too. I do too. That's anyway. incredible. Yeah. Because uh, uh yeah, it will bring up theirs. I, I, you know, I was kind of, kind of shocked. No, no but see, they, they know he yeah. came out with his Holocaust encyclopedia. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want people seeing it. Them bastards. Well, they cut people off from it. Can you? There, there you go. go. Okay, now here's what. This is really cool. This Holocaust encyclopedia. Everybody's got a bookmark. This on yeah. your computer somewhere, save it in your bookmarks, whatever. And I guess you can download the whole PDF so you don't even have to go to the site. All right. But he did an incredible job putting this together. And as he was explaining in the video that I, when I interviewed him, this just has to do with the Holocaust topic. Anything that deals with the Holocaust, how they say it happened, uh, you know, cremations, that's what this deals with. All right. Now I want to show you how it works. Okay. So go back to the top. Go back up to the calculator letters. Get way up. Okay. Go on the search. Now we talked about, let's just talk about what we did today. You were talking about HOTL. H-O-T-T-L. All right. Put the name in there and just watch. Watch what happens. It would be under H, but... Oh, even Eichmann, doesn't matter. Anyone. But Hotel is the guy you were talking about. Yeah, there he is. Oh, there right it is, there. right there. Yeah. Okay, so click on that. All right, so here you go. And you've this got an audio the, of it. Yeah, and, you, and it has an audio that will read through all this, so that's cool. But uh, it explains all about Hotel. Now, remember, he was he was part of this Holocaust nonsense. So, and there, and even with Dieter Walensi, he's there too. And every yeah. one of these things, you 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 click you click on it, and it will take you. If you want to hit uh, Walensky, hit him just to show you how it works. Whistler, I mean, this yeah, is a phenomenal encyclopedia. Whistlesinny. Yeah. If you click on that, you should it should take you to Whistlesinny. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm Adolf Eichmann. Um, up at the up above on the beginning of the paragraph. Dieter Whistlesinny. There you go. All right. Okay, so now this will this will again take you. Um, she clicked nowhere. on it. Well, she clicked on it. Uh, well, it's gonna it's gonna be highlighted when you click on it. Yeah. Well, she just put the mouse over it and the, the arrow over well, it. Well, you gotta click on it twice sometimes. 
Yeah. It's there. You don't see it yet. It's there. It oh, it hasn't come up? I don't know why. Let me refresh. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. But uh, Grimad's hit an incredible job That's with this phenomenal. encyclopedia. Thinking about that. Okay. There you go. Thank okay, you, Okay, so now, now you can t- talk about him. We were talking about the IMT trials. You could go click on that if you don't know about that. There's no excuse for not having the information on on your, you know. You should right know. You can know. Yeah. That's right. And then you could click on the six million. You probably never run out of things to talk about there. What's the origin? Up top, you can see it says download. So I think you could download this whole thing as as a PDF. Yeah, Let's download our encyclopedia. Yeah, so you could. I, I got to see if I did that. I can't. I thought I did it, but I have to look again. Um, but see, this encyclopedia replaces fifty books. Okay, because what Gurma did is he went through all his books and he just took out the pertinent information, just dealing with the Holocaust. Can you because, imagine? Yeah, you know, the Jews have their encyclopedia, which is nineteen hundred pages, and they get into stuff that's completely unrelated to the Holocaust. Completely. I mean, it's almost like they just put a t- it's a two volume encyclopedia together just to fill up space, you know, and to make it look like they had all this information here, you know. Incredible. Just because it's printed, don't make it so. Right. Yeah. And so, whatever you, whatever your topics are, like hit, look at hit, hit the Holocaust handbooks. See, and this is cool because oh, look at this. This is the this is the Holocaust handbook series. I yeah. mean, you could you could order. I've ordered these books. I had them. We, we're going to be getting picking up these books uh, when Diane goes back to Massachusetts. Uh, there's like 50 of them in the in the whole thing, uh, volumes of them. Um, and you can you can get each book if you want, or you and you can download each book as yeah. a PDF. Most and of there's videos PDF. there. You can yeah. watch videos, whatever. Um, incredible information. So there's plenty of information about. The Holocaust from the revisionist standpoint. No excuse for ignorance. Absolutely none. It's available. Yeah, and you got you got videos to watch. You got movies to watch. You got. uh, I mean, you could just spend days looking at all this stuff. It's all there. That's why you don't even waste your time with Amazon or Google or any of that stuff. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, just get into the stuff that we you know we have printed. You know, and it's really good. Why don't you play? Why don't you play the Holocaust Encyclopedia? It's shot. On the right there, yeah, to the right. For Western societies, the Holocaust is an important topic, so important indeed that one of the first acts of U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was to commemorate the event. Today is my first day as U.S. Secretary of State, and recording this message is one of the first things I'm doing, because Holocaust Remembrance Day matters a great deal. It matters to me personally as the stepson of a Holocaust survivor. The Holocaust justifies any measures to oppress and destroy any of its perceived enemies. Then there are those who disagree with Israel's politics and its misuse of history for current violent actions against others. The Holocaust is center stage, whether you like it or not. So, it's a good idea to address this elephant in the room. But it needs to be done in a professional and well-informed manner. No one should end up with egg on their face when confronted by hostile journalists. We want to help. Our new encyclopedia will turn everyone making use of it into pros in no time. 
This resource, unconstrained by any demand for political correctness, contains all the information you will ever need, including the kind that has been outlawed in over 20 Western countries by draconian censorship laws. Have this free resource at your disposal at all times, and you will make any hostile journalist and even historian look like a fool. Visit it online at www.holocaustencyclopedia.com or at www.nukebook.org. Download our free app on that website or purchase our ebook, audiobook, or print book versions. It's time to end the monopoly of the Holocaust dictators and tyrants. There you go. That was good. Thank you for yeah. presenting yeah, that. Short and sweet. Yeah. But again, you know, people people really have to get this. But look what they're doing to stop you from seeing it. I mean, you, Diana, Diana couldn't even get to it quickly uh, do, doing a search for it. I mean, but it's there. We, we got the site there. They don't want you to go to it. And I, I wouldn't doubt at some point in time on some people's computers, they will have a, a, a thing that will come up and say, Danger! Danger! Yeah. Don't go yeah. to this website. Yeah. You know, your computer will explode if you go to this website. Yeah, you know, that's what they're probably going to do. But um, yeah, so Germa did an incredible job putting this together. See that Germa is really—he um, knows how to. He what he did is he said he he went to look at how the Jews put their Holocaust encyclopedia together. Interesting. And how they did it, how they formatted mm-hmm. it, how they put it all together. But remember. Most of the stuff in their encyclopedia, probably fifty percent of it, or whatever the hell it is, is not relevant to the Holocaust. <laughs> so they just filled up pages with nonsense, mm-hmm. nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Whereas this is directly related uh, to the Holocaust yeah. topic uh, with with the topics. All right. So if you if you put in gas chambers, go put. I want to see what it says about gas chambers. Put in gas chambers. <clears throat> And that was one of his specialties. Absurd claims. All right, so now these are, these are all the people that talked about gas chambers, you know, what they, again, what they said. Okay, because yeah. this is important. You have to get the information from what they said. Yeah. And then it goes all to all the information about what was said on that topic from them. And you, and you could read through it and, you know, you'll see. I mean, there's probably things here. Obviously, I don't even know, you know. Um, and then on the right, look at they have links to other things there on the right. I mean, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all this stuff, you know. Yeah, and they highlight when you put your mouse over it. Yeah. So, anyway, if if you really want to understand all the camps, what they said, all the witnesses that talked about it, uh, all the nonsense that they said. There you go. I mean, I don't know. You know, you can't get anything better than this. So I think Gurma Gurma did a great job. It's a six hundred and fifty-ish page book. There about something like that. Yeah. Um, it replaces all the Holocaust handbooks. So you don't even have to use those Holocaust unless handbooks unless you want to delve deeper on into the subject. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, each. I mean, just one one of those books could be four hundred pages. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, you could. You can be spending a lot of time, but this is so much quicker now. Yeah. You know, you just you just get on the site, boom. You want to know the topic? Uh, you want to find out what happened in Belzic? Boom. You click on it. Is what it said happened in Belzic? Everything that they claimed happened in Belzic, whatever, or Auschwitz, whatever other camp, you have it. So anyway, I d- I highly recommend people uh, 
to look at this. And uh, Germa did a great job putting this together. Uh, he said that it was actually kind of therapeutic for him. I'm glad. Because he, he um, you know, because he's going through some family issues and problems and divorce shit, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, basically he kept himself really busy doing this and putting this together. So it kept, it kept his mind To off say of that um, creating an encyclopedia about anything is therapeutic. It's like rewriting a dictionary. So it's, you know, Germar is a remarkable individual that he found that soothing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it was, I got, I mean, uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about here before we go to my voice? Is there anybody on here watching or whatever? Or Probably not, it. right? Everybody's on vacation. Yeah. A stepdad. That means he's not related to him. He's he's not related to to the Jewish thing. Yeah, yeah. He well, actually just put up Samuel Pizarro's blinking stepdad for Pete's sakes. He wrote about about lampshades and soap in his book. Unless his mom is Jewish, and he didn't mention that, and or that she was a survivor, or or that grandparents were a survivor in, in this regard, um, then it's um, bogus. Not to mention it's the tech, the the subject has already been debunked. Of lampshades yeah. and soap, for Pete's sakes. Right, right. Okay, so if there's nobody that is around to talk, anybody wants to come into the conversation, we yeah. can just move on to the site. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, all right, so there's, there's a walk and talk today. Uh, okay, the latest things we talked about today. Okay, we, okay, moving down. Let's see what we got. I talked with uh, Phil this week. I, I do a thing with Phil every Friday. Uh, we, we catch up on things, and he brings up a lot of good stuff. Oh, there's the there's the interview with Ger- no, no. This is Gurma actually talking about the encyclopedia with Brian u- using the P- PDF. Oh, really? Was yeah, because it- I, I couldn't play this PDF for some reason. Right. Uh so that's good. Didn't Brian so, Rue do this with him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brian Rue didn't talk too much, which you know it was Gurma's PDF, so good. Put it on. Yeah, um, good. But anyway, I I told him I'd put the I'd put it up because I I didn't get it up. So even though right. I interviewed, if you go farther down, you'll see that I interviewed him too. Um, now this is interesting. If you want to, don't stop. Okay, this guy who was who we got a kind of uh, information back down a little bit. The the gentleman who speaks with the, with the green hat down, with the green hat and the green sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, he was so a Dover school board. And I, I'm, I'm assuming it's Dover, Delaware. And we were, had to be given this information about the book, for, about what, he, what you were talking about, because he wasn't providing it. He was just castigating them for, for not taking issue with this on their own without being pro- promote, provoked. Yeah. And they aren't, aren't going to be doing the right thing. If you want to hear him, he doesn't have very much good to say about the school board members. Oh, they're, they're all pissed at him. But, hey, he, he has a right to say this. So if you want to, if you want to play it. You'll you'll see what happened to him. Good evening, cowards. Rick Hebert, ninety-seven Spruce Lane. Nice to see a, a bunch of fat, ugly women. <gasps> oh, what? Excuse you. What? Excuse you? No, no, no. 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 
They're fat, ugly women is what they are. Let's talk about it. You don't have to buy. It's called free speech. Oh, that is great. Okay, everybody, stop. Let let Mr. Hubbard, Hubbard, Hubbard speak, please. Enough. Go ahead, Rick. And we wonder why children are retarded stupid today. We wonder why. We wonder why when we have these these pathetic people here called teachers rape the children's mind. And if you people are too stupid to know what rape is, it's called control, you morons. Are you speaking directly to the book? Yes, I because am. The, okay, it reflects about that off that wall there and comes back into your ears. Imagine Just that. on the book, please, because that's what Citizens Forum is I'm about. I'm talking then. about the book. Okay. I'm talking about the stupidity of the people who want the book in the, yeah, in okay. the high school. That's what I'm talking about. The retards that we have in our community. I don't know that we need to allow this kind of abusive yeah, no. speech. I'm not I'm not aware of what the process Please, is, but I, go ahead I think and we have a right to constitutional rights. I kind of dare abuse. you. Well, that's not very dare say you. Something. violate my constitutional rights. Go ahead. Mr. Hubbard, would you say something. say something specific about the book so that we can let you continue speaking rather than making these generalities? Can I get there? Fast. I don't really fast. Can. No, there's no fast. You I'm saying fast. Excuse me? You don't tell me how to speak. Well, no, yeah, I am telling you. My five I'm telling minutes. you how to speak in this situation. Yeah. Shut up and give me my Point five minutes. Point of order. Minutes. I'd, must, no, I'd no, like to, to propose a recess. <laughs> Sit down, please. I'd like to propose a recess. Imagine that. I want a recess. Dr. Meter, point of order. I'd like to propose a recess. This is unacceptable. I propose a recess. Oh, cowards. Okay, do I have a motion to recess? I move to recess. Bye, girls. These son of a bitches, these women. And look at all of them are women. Most of them, I don't know, the guys are on the. Yeah, but they're not saying anything. But it looks like most of them are women. Rick, oh, sorry. you got two minutes left. Two minutes and fifty-two minutes and fifty-one seconds. I'm two minutes and fifty-two. Almost three minutes. Okay, so you got. Hold on a second, Hill. Is that through the interruptions from these clowns here? <laughs> Does that include that, or look at all the women? Let's give them a full three minutes. Okay. Ooh, wow! Seven seconds. Yeah. So I think that was nine. Okay, thank you. You're Is welcome. it starting? Ready. Go for it. Is it starting? Okay. Yes. So I was going on that I don't believe you clowns are helping the citizens of the city <laughs> of Dover. See, what happens is, and I've been looking at this for quite a while now, and it's so ugly and true. It's really gross. See, what happens is teachers teach children, okay? And then those children grow up, and they have brains. And then... Adults with brains. I'm getting there. You calm down now. Calm down. I'm calm. I'm just trying to get you Don't to the interrupt point. me. You're interrupting me again. Sorry. Thank you. Now give me 15 seconds. No. <laughs> oh, good. Whatever. Keep going. Okay. So these children grow up and become adults. And now they're just as stupid as they were taught, right? Or just as smart as they were taught. And so what happens is we all become dumber and dumber and dumber. And we don't even have the brains right now in our society to see that this book 
not worthy to be where it is. I've heard a lot of people talk about sexual assault, but I haven't heard anybody say that they were. Maybe you did. No, I can't remember. Are you kidding me right now? Take it easy. But anyway, there's a difference between people talking about it and people who have been through it. Okay? So when you go through it, you know what the difference is and where up is up and down is down and left is left and right is right. And wrong is wrong. And you people are dumb people. You're not smart enough to know that you should take this book out. Okay, that's true. And put it in the, potentially put it in the regular library. And you're the pinnacle of the trash. You have one Jay. minute. Uh, Shell. I love stupid people. They're so So anyway, that's why we have a bunch of morons in front of us today because they grew up being taught by stupid people and communist people and indoctrinating people. That's why you people don't have the brains to see that this could be hurting children of the future who are going to grow up and be just as dumb as you people. Probably dumber. Thank you. Do I have any more time left? You have 21 seconds. Wow. (laughs) So there's nothing that's going to change here. You communists are going to do what you do, and where the public is just going to pay the price. That's all. And at some point, the tide's going to change, and then you people are going to be extinguished. That's all. Extinguished? That's that's what happens. Time. We're all extinguished. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so... Anyway, Diane, you, you know more about the book, right? A little bit. Oh, only that. Um, anyone else for Citizens Forum? Okay, that's fine. So, okay. only that um, an individual uh, who keeps up, uh, William Finch, had sent us more information, a little bit about Boy Toy. I did not want. I can. I can guess what this is about. It might even. It, it suggests a pedophilia. It's obviously a homosexuality teaching your kids. No doubt it could be um, transgender, you know, the, the uh, wide open, wide open thing. The thing was, it was difficult to understand what he was talking about with, with the insults. I don't think I would have wasted my time insulting. Yeah, pornography. That's exactly right. Likely pornography. I don't think he was well-spoken in that regard, would never attack the way somebody looks. I would attack what they do. And, and what they're promoting. Now, he did that when he was talking about the com- communist agenda um, and, and that they, they, they weren't uh, smart enough, basically, to see that this book was a problem and that it was actually they, – they already knew what they were going to do before he got up there. Right. They were going to approve it. There was no distinction uh, or, or what's right in that regard. Definitely a, a, a situation for homeschooling. Yeah. And also he got all the time. Plus the lady who was running the thing, the, the, the skinny lady, she really wanted to make sure he had the time and the right to say what he wanted to say, regardless of what it was. Well, the thing is these school people, they're, they're really <clears throat> demonic. They're sick. They're mentally deranged. These people um, <laughs> that, that are in the school departments today. That's a good and, point. and this is, this is what's, 
educating your kids, folks. Yeah. I mean, if you have kids, this is what it is. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay, let's see what this guy has to say. Oh, so do we have anybody that's in the uh, comments that want to come in or talk? Or I don't think Stoltz's Deutsch wants to get wants to come on. The, right, well, okay, I don't think whatever. he did last time. Um, okay. But but the thing is, it's important to identify the crime, the perversion. Well, he talked about raping the kids' minds, basically, and the the, the perversion imposed on these on these kids when they're supposed to be put it in the regular library. Oh my gosh, uh, you know the 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 image of. Uh, of the uh, Hitler youth and the college kids during the Reich pulling out these books and, and tossing them in a pyre and a, a, basically like a funeral pyre. Uh, that was their idea. That wasn't a national socialist policy. These kids decided to do it. Right. And these okay. are the kind of books that they would have taken. Yeah. I mean, it's disgusting to see, and this has happened everywhere. I mean, the kid, the kids in school today, you know, I, I think they're too far gone uh, with all this crap. You, you know, I, I've been talking about in our in our show, our uh, walk and talk about kids. And um, that's right. If you, if you have your kids hid in the school system, it's probably too late unless you really, really know what the hell's going on and your kids are responding to you positively. Or they're getting, or the, or the Lord's getting a hold of them, and that's very possible. They they, they totally change once He gets a hold of them. But right. that's um, if these kids are not being groomed or prepared to receive anything spiritual, what, what Hitler called positive Christianity. He's they're not they're not prepared for that. All right, we got somebody that's in the in the chat. That that's a Stolzes Deutsch, I believe. Oh, hello. Good evening. Good evening. What would you like to say? Sorry, my mic was muted. Um, going on about um the kids. Um, I was wanting to discuss about what was going what's going on in these schools nowadays on to how kids are being taught that mm-hmm. you know that their parents raised them to be racist and that they should be taught under Marxist rhetoric. And they need to grow up to be uh, more prideful and all that kind of stuff. But in other words, they should be hateful is what they're really trying to say. They want them to be compliant with, you know, the, with the system. You know, it's like back in the day, like in the 1900s and so, parents would, you know, have children. And then up to this point, they go to public school, and then they come back and say, hey, Daddy, I was taught that Hitler was bad. Oh, the the six million dead Jews, and, you know, this is what our schools are teaching our kids nowadays, you know. Wow, like, really? Well, my prayer, beside the snow days, is that most of the time the kids aren't paying attention, they forget everything they've learned, and then they or won't been taught. And then later on when they get older, like Jim or my uh, kid's dad, began to self-teach. That's my prayer. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I avoided going to college because I have seen everything of what they're teaching everybody, and... That's when I've woken up to the problem, and I don't recommend anybody go to college. I mean, they can get a high school degree, but college would make them come out as Marxist. 
Yeah, Jim always advocates going to trade school. Thank right. you, Diana. All right, so that's the uh, book, huh? Except okay. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, but but can you imagine that, that, that you know could these books could be sold on Amazon? You know, hey, yeah, yeah, they sure can. That seems yeah, to be okay. You know, they can, you know. Yeah, good point. But I wanted I wanted to bring up a point because I was talking about this in the market talk. Well, someone someone said to me because I was telling them that you know I never had kids and um, and I don't you know I have no problem. I don't regret it. I, I, I wish I had kids. No, no, it doesn't matter to me. All right. Well, but you the can't thing do anything is, about it. <laughs> what's that? You can't do anything about it. I know. I can't do anything about it now. <laughs> All right. But here's the thing with having kids, okay? Because somebody made a comment, because we're getting outbred. All right. The the immigrants are outbreeding us, and, and the whites are now becoming secondary. I mean, we're actually going to be the secondary. A minority. Yeah. Right, so. And he, he said to me, well, you know, you're like a defeatist. You know, you, you should be having all the kids, you know, a whole, whole bunch of kids. Well, that's not reasonable. Mm-hmm. Okay, nobody nobody can have – no American can have five kids today now. I I don't think they can unless you're making a lot of money. I mean, you're going to be making a lot of money to have five kids today. But, see, the immigrants can because the immigrants, they get paid for having the kids from yeah. the from – the, uh, all the all the system out there that's helping them, but mm-hmm. the Americans don't. Mm-hmm. All right, so how, how do you how can you compete? You can't compete. Americans can't compete with the immigrants. So put that aside. All right? Oh yeah, um, about about uh, about that, sir. Um, every day it's like whenever I go to a store or something, I always see like a a, a pregnant Mexican woman, and I'm thinking that well, if they're coming over here and having babies, then their babies are automatically declared American. That's right, Very and that crazy. just seems unfair to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, so that's really my thing. Yeah. So now here's a deal, okay? So now let, let's say let's say you did you're doing it right, okay? Let's say you you're gonna you want to have kids so you can contribute to white society and uh, you know fight this off this uh, you know what's going that on. That shouldn't be the reason to have kids, by the no, way. No, I yeah. understand that, but but let I'm just going by how a white nationalist type of person thinking that having kids is going to solve the problem. No, it's not going to solve the problem because here's why. If your kids are in the school system, all right, and you bring them in the school system from day one, for the most part, they're going to be brainwashed. So what are you, do- what are you doing now? You're contributing to the nonsense of a brainwashed kid who's going to gravitate towards all the bullshit that's out there. So there you go. We need to homeschool our children. Well, that's really what should happen. People that want to have kids, and I have no problem if you want to have kids, but if you have kids, as Jesus said, you're going to count the cost, and you're going to say, if, do I want to bring up a kid who's going to be doing what God wants mm-hmm. or doing what Satan wants? And that's the decision you have to make because if you're sending them to school, you're automatically – Making them go the direction of Satan. That that's all I'm saying. Training them for that. Okay. Oh yeah. So anyway, that's my opinion. Okay, look at it. it's it's at the hour. Uh, we need to have hour. our station break. We're gonna have a quick station break here. And uh, again, folks, we are on um, speakfreeradio.com, and we do encourage people to go to Money Tree Publishing, which is where the books you can get all the good books and DVDs. There. Yeah, and, and it's, yeah, CDs, books, uh, these are the things you should have in your arsenal of weaponry 
to actually come good against stuff. Us. good yeah. stuff. Yeah, real good stuff. So anyway, we encourage you to do that. David Gahari has put together wonderful information, and he has look at it. We got Speak Free Radio, tremendous uh, asset to us now that we can be here, even though hardly anybody listens. But anyway, here yeah. we are. It's you here. Know, yeah, we're here. We're doing. Look at we're doing our job to get information out. That's all mm-hmm. we can do. We're not going to solve the world's problems, you know, which is getting the information out so people have something to work with so yep. they can be an army one helping other people too. So there's all the books yep. that he has there. And DVD yeah. series. Yeah. Which is at the books. bottom. So yeah, again, part- for people that don't know anything about it, uh, you could donate to them too or whatever. You got to help the people out that are doing the, the good stuff. Not Amazon. Amazon's not doing the good stuff. If you're gonna get the good, oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of DVDs, um, you can actually get Europa: The Last Battle off of eBay. I actually got it for like thirty bucks. All right, that's fine. Get it where you want. But remember, when you, when you get it from them, you're supporting them. All right, I understand that. Well, you know? eBay, you're supporting individuals who are. Yeah. Her presenting this, it just I would always try Money Tree Publishing first. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, even if it costs a little bit more, think about it. You're, you're contributing, helping mm-hmm. somebody that's publishing the books. That's that's us, you mm-hmm. know, our group of people, and that's that's a, a good thing you want. So you think maybe I made a mistake? No, no, you do what you want. I mean, yeah, look at right. sometimes that's I've had to get things from other places that I couldn't get from the people that are supposedly producing them. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you you do what you have to do. You know, I mean, but uh, I'm just saying you should always look to the the revisionist sites first, and then say, well, let's see what they got there, and then you know, you're gonna still be paying money for it. So whatever you know, sure. whatever you're doing, you're helping the people that need the help. That's so, right. Anyway. All right, so I guess that we could go uh, back to what we're talking about. Um, homeschooling. Oh yeah, the homeschooling the kids, situation. Having kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, having the kids. Yeah, take responsibility for them. If you're a well, I'm just saying. Look at to, to think that having a kid is gonna is gonna be a fight against the other people that are having kids because you you know you're trying to equal out here the scale. Wrong. No, order. it doesn't do that. No, it, it, it gives it to them because the white kids end up being in with them because you of the, get the That's education. What happens. Yeah, I mean, this is what happens, folks. Unless you are really on top of it, and, and then of course the people say, "Well, you know, we we um, I can't I can't homeschool my kid because we need a second income." And I'm saying, "Well, you do what you want. Yeah. If your kid goes wayward, it's not because you know <laughs> you were you trying to keep them in the pack here. I don't know. I I, I just it takes a lot more time to go down and bail them out of jail." Uh, to have to take off work or, or they're involved and he gets an overdose and has to go to the hospital. You're going to lose a lot of time at work. Okay. Here's the thing. If your purpose is to raise child, you're supposed to raise them up in the way they should go to teach them in the admonition of the Lord. If your motivation is to have kids and raise good kids and raise them right, you better be in tune with how the Lord does things. Yeah. I mean, that that's look at you get, you got to bring them up on the, on on principles that are going to benefit them, not, you know, take them away down the trail here to uh, compliance, <laughs> compliance with political correctness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad out there. So anyway, 
Okay, what else we got? Uh, we can, we can, I, I guess, move off of this topic here. Yeah, go back um, to the. All right, what do we got here? A migrants attack cops with bricks. I, I haven't seen this, so I don't know what it is. Is it the Hague in Belgium or something? Probably, yeah. So things aren't going too well in Denmark. Ha, sorry. <laughs> All right, so they're burning the place down. That's okay. Yeah. It's in the Netherlands. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're reaping what they've sown. Uh, that's, that's, right. that's right. Well, right. it does create an environment for necessity of martial law or whatever the equivalent is in the Netherlands because the more chaos you have, the more government has to control. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to get to this point. You know, they're, they're just going to get away with they want to get away with. Yeah, this is like the BLM again. I wonder what the migrants are upset about. They've been given everything. Well, they want more. Well, apparently, the uh, Netherlands are probably they're probably putting a cap on it or something. Boy, that makes them mad. Yeah, I'm just see this. She is was happening. probably paying them. Oh yeah, yeah trucking them in. Well, yep. again, this is happening all over the over the world, but you're probably not seeing it because the mainstream media don't want you to see. It. You know? so, <laughs> that's the sound everybody likes to hear. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. These guys, they don't give craps. About anybody, you know, look at that. They're going to throw rocks at the uh, police cars, the police vans. And they won't get arrusted. Nothing's no. going to happen to them. No. Yeah. They should be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's some more. Okay. Yeah. We'll give them, we'll give them a shower of water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not putting out fires, are they? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, they're too nice to these people. You know what I mean? Well, all I know, it wouldn't be like this in uh, the Third Reich. Well, the, the, the Third Reich would probably come in and machine them all down. Um, it depends. <laughs> It'd be easy to gather them up. You get you get a few of the of the police force together. Oh, God, they're the they're the, the trouble of the news people, the publishers. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's tear gas. I don't know what the issue is. I don't oh, know. Look at the, the uh, two rocks through that bank. Yeah. Are these anti-fascists? I would imagine. Oh, the, the migrants? It says that there's a migrants of a revolt, basically. The ones doing the riot. In the riot, I don't know. They could could be. Now, there's a, a police force, so it doesn't look like there's enough, with uh, compared to the crowds. I have no idea. I don't read the every Dutch. Again, why? Why are they? My question is, why are they revolting? That's a good question. Well, that's what I asked. Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, you're here. What else do you want? I mean, who else are the are the um, host population of singing? Are they the ones singing? Sounded like a nationalist song. I, I I don't know. I did. That's one thing I do know that the nationalists are massively active in Germany, and they yeah. don't like it. I'll give you some comments from the chat. It's, okay. It was supposedly a party of a group of Eritreans who were pro 
Eritrean government. The question is, if they're pro their government, why are they in the Netherlands as refugees in the first place? Okay, is that okay? Where's this Eritrean? Is that where their home country is? The Hague, yeah, Eritrea. So, and then there was a group who was against the government started a fight like they did in other European cities. So they're just causing unrest. They're bringing yeah. in invaders to cause unrest in um, white European, uh, excuse me, white yeah. Western countries. That's what's yep. that's what's happening. Here's another comment. We had an, this is from Germany. We had an Eritrean summer festival last year. They had to come with a thousand police officers. Wow. Um, so the last images, and I um, had nothing to do with the riots. The riots broke out after dark. Okay. Okay. So the people that were singing, that were was they? Different. That was different. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because it's not a nationalist. Yeah, it rolled out, but but it's happening. It's happening all over the world. Well, in white in white countries, that's where yeah. it's happening. The, the unrest. We don't know what the gripe is. There's no gripe. They're coming here to invade us. It's a war. Okay, but why the rioting at night? Because they can. <laughs> like the BLM? Yeah, they're here to cause unrest. That's why they're here. They're here to cause unrest and disruption in countries. And violence. The BLM violence. at least had a had an objective. No, they were violent. This is, just, this is just riot. This is just mayhem. Yep, that's what it is. Um, anyway, but thank you for the comments in the chat. That helps explain what's going on. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Because we haven't experienced it, at least where we are. I don't know if Boston's has experienced that type of thing or not. Yeah, we had that. Yeah, they We're went. It's kind of this random riot for no yeah, reason. They had it some, I don't know, a couple of years ago when they burned police cars and they were smashing storefronts. Um, Just for the heck it, of it. Yeah. But but know, was, it had to do with probably the BLM and Antifa. Yeah. But That's see, the, you know, that the thing the thing with them is they 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 make excuses for the blacks when they do that. Yeah, the they do. They don't enforce. Well, no, yeah. the, the, see the blacks see anything the blacks do to destroy something, they can get away with it. If a white person did it, they would come down on them really pretty hard and and make sure they go to jail for it, you know. But if the blacks do it, it oh, it's because they've been oppressed for 200 yeah, years. Yeah. And it's okay. And it's okay. Yeah, we can't, you know, and this is why. Them. Okay, January was uh, a month for the Jews, right? And February is Black History Month. All right, right. That's, yeah, that's what we got. But right. think about it. look how yeah. how it's going. All right, so now we we appease the Jews by giving them Holocaust Remembrance bullshit day, and now we got the blacks. We get catered to them because you know they were so oppressed with the you know <laughs> them being uh, slaves. You know, yeah, whatever. three two hundred years ago, and so now whatever. Whatever they do wrong, they have an excuse, and 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 the, and the people in these cities like Detroit and Chicago, uh, wherever these cities are, they have a lot of blacks that are doing this. They make excuses for them that well, you know, these people have gripes. You know, I I know they shut down the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I know. Look at you got upset <laughs> about that. We Church get it. Chicken is out. Look at we get it. We know that's a big problem. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. and and you know they. They just give them what they want, you know. Um, I'm watching. I'm watching in my during the day. I watch a lot of travel videos. These guys, and I mentioned this in the walk and talk. But they go to certain, uh, you know, states or towns or cities, and they show you the good part of the, t- the town, the bad part of the town. <clears throat> and one one city they went to that was incredible was Oakland. 
Oakland, California. Oh, boy. Ground zero. Yeah. The police don't even go into the neighborhoods. So in other words, the people can do whatever they want. They don't, you know, there's no stop signs. There's no driving. You don't have to worry about driving. You do whatever you want. But, you know, they just, they get, they, you you don't go in these neighborhoods at night because they'll probably kill you. And uh, this is what it's all about, folks. This is, this is what it's become in our country. Um, and now remember, th- these are these really aren't BL- BLM people. These are just blacks that want to yeah. destroy everything and and run the town to the ground. And again, they make excuses. Well, you know, these people are poor. But here's the thing that you know when I'm watching these travel uh, videos, the guy w- what's really good, he'll explain to say what the mixture of the people in the town is. He'll tell you, well, this town is 95% white, it's 2% black, it's 5% Indian or whatever. Well, you he'll can give you tell all that. Figures. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll give you all these figures. And you'll notice that the, the cities that are mostly made up of white, you don't see hardly any crime. You yeah. don't see any destruction. Right. You don't see any garbage on the lawns or junk in the yards or the houses burned down. Or, yeah. No, see, the, the white cities and towns are pretty good, Right. But you you go in the ones that are mostly black. It's, it's, it's going to look. I don't it. know, folks. I, what is wrong with people? I don't care what you're black or white, green, whatever the hell yeah. you are. Why can't you clean up your yard? Yeah. Okay. You got you got junk all over the yard. Uh, I mean, it's just horrible to see that people, uh, mostly black communities, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why can't you clean up your yards? You, you wonder. You wonder why. <laughs> You wonder why we whites get upset with blacks because this is what you're showing us what you're doing. I mean, this isn't the news presenting this. This is a guy who's driving through the neighborhoods just showing you what's going on in the neighborhood. And, and, and that's it. He has no he has no agenda. He's just driving through the neighborhood, showing you what the houses look like, showing you the houses burned down over here and, you know, the trash. All neglected, falling apart. Yeah. I have a question about that. Um, this this guy, and I've seen some of these that you watch, went into a place in Oakland that even the police didn't go into. He went yeah, there. The police, the, yeah, the police won't go there. No, I'm not talking about that. This guy who's filming Oakland yeah. went there. Yeah. And the police won't go there, but he's going to go in there because that seems like the smart thing to do. Um, Miss Diane, he did go there and he drove there and he took a chance going there. Yes, I that guess is true. so. Okay, that's just true. But he did go early in the morning, you know, oh. figuring <laughs> that he's going to get out there before they get out on the street and, uh, you know, rip him out of his car and kill him. Yeah. So that's that's how he dealt with these neighborhoods. Yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah, I like, I appreciate him. And I guess he's she's going to play him next. Um, All right. He's 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 on the hate list with the SPLC, by the way, and the ADL. Yeah. I'm think. not going to be much longer with y'all. I understand we need to move beyond color. I, I'm not I'm not about that, but y'all raised it. <laughs> if you start it, I'll end it for you. Don't start nothing; it won't be nothing. <laughs> but we got a problem. Black people got a problem. Now we can move to color blindness and always look at the man by the content of his character, never the color of his skin. I'm down for that. You get my vote. Yay and amen. I'm for that. 
But before we get there, we need to hear some truth. Black people and white folk, black people got a problem. And it's a God problem. Mm-hmm. That's right. When black people see the world, I don't care. You can train them. You can train a black man to be a physician. You can train him to be an astrophysicist. You can train him to be a lawyer, but you can't train him to understand the world. He doesn't know. I'm telling you. There's not two cents of the difference between a mass murderer. There's not two cents of the difference between a petty thief that's locked away in prison than a black doctor when it comes to understanding the world. Listen, listen you listen to me. We got to deal with this. And we need to begin to acknowledge it, talk about it, ask God to help us because only God can help black people where they are. Black people had Africa, that big old continent over there. They never built one boat that was seaworthy. Not one. <laughs> There's not one monument in Africa, in all of Africa. I know you're talking about Egypt. I'm, Egypt is not Africa. Mm-hmm. There are no great cities that were built even before the first colonization of white people. Coming to the shores of Africa or the slave ships, black men built nothing, no sewer system, no houses above one level, and none of them made out of stone, all of them made out of grass and wood. Black men, before the white man ever got to Africa, the worst thing that could ever happen to South Africa was when they gave it to Nelson Mandela and black folk. That was a great nation. Now, notwithstanding apartheid was wrong, we all know it's wrong, I'm against it. There should have been some other resolution, though, than turning it over to Nelson Mandela. Disease, AIDS, and crime is running wild in Johannesburg. They're killing one another over there. They're dying of sickness. The government is mismanaged. The people who ran the nation are now leaving the nation because black folk don't know how to run no nation. <laughs> they don't know how and we need to admit it I know you don't like it but you need to stop shucking and jiving we got a problem Nigeria produces oil every year yet the children over there are hungry and potbellied and walking barefoot we got a problem you talk about the Hutus and the Tutsis. Look what's going on in Zimbabwe now with Mugabe. We got a problem, black folk. And forget about Zimbabwe and South Africa, Nigeria. Look at what y'all have done in Harlem. You can't even hold on to Harlem. <laughs> we got a problem. Black folk don't understand the world. You can get mad with me all you want. You can say what you but you can't prove me wrong. Now, I'm not saying this because I hate black folk. I'm saying it because I love you enough to tell the truth. Now, the only person going to ever help us get out of the situation is going to be God. There's something wrong with the black man's mind. There's something wrong with his mind. <laughs> he does not understand the world. He doesn't. I don't care if he learned medicine. He doesn't understand the world. He can't even hold on to Harlem. When he was here, he moved out. Hmm. We got to talk to the Lord. People, we got to talk to God. And black women, Shirley Chisholm, oh. Harriet Tubman, Coretta King, one of her boys. Yeah, okay, then we got a black president. But you black women, what's wrong with y'all? 
Y'all gonna let that white woman, what's wrong with you black women voting for Barack? Don't you understand? It should have been a black womb if you're gonna have a black president. What's wrong with you? Y'all ain't got no sense, you black women. Your men treat you like the dogs, like your dogs. They walk all over you. They make you pay the bills at home. And then the preachers pimp you in the churches and make you pay the bills. Y'all crazy black women buying these black men private jets the tune of $50 million for a nigga to ride around in a private jet. And you talk about looking out pastor. What's wrong with y'all women? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And what's wrong with a black man? That would take that kind of money out of a poor neighborhood and buy himself a private jet. What's wrong with y'all niggas? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, black women? What's wrong with you voting for Barack Obama? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Black people. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all ever hear me say preach again? They can kill me tomorrow. Let me tell you something. We're not going to ever get anywhere until we look into the mind of a black man. He doesn't think correctly. I don't care what he is. He can be a doctor. He can be an astrophysicist. The nigga ain't got no sense. <laughs> you talk to him. You talk to a black man. He doesn't understand the world. He's never built anything. <laughs> the most the black people have ever done, they did it here in America under white people's help. When they were in Africa, they didn't do nothing. Oh. What can you say? You can't add anything to that, huh? Wasn't this the commercial for Black History Month? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's on the SPLC hate list. He's absolutely right. You know, it's like, but you know, the the thing is, you have to understand what happened with the black people. That they were they were conditioned this way by the Jews. Oh yeah, there. Look at we 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 have across the street from us a, guy, a black guy that owns that forty five acres of land yeah, across the yeah. street. He and his brother. He, he he and his brother. Okay, I mean he's he's got a lot of money. I mean this guy is no slouch. I met him. He was a nice, he was mm-hmm. a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's a an old black. He's mm-hmm. not he's not. You know, he, he's not, not a kid. He go he goes he goes back his. His um, family goes back to the Civil War and prior to that. You, you could tell they were, you know, maybe I, I would imagine he his family came over on the, the boats. Likely. I would, I would Likely, imagine. Yeah. But, but he, he's not he's not whining about it. No, no. But he's not he's not like a black today. He's a whole yeah. different person. He's yeah. a whole different person. He made something of himself. You know, I mean, very uh, well-spoken, nice guy. Um but you, when you look at him and then you look at how, how he acts and how the blacks act today, I mean, there's no anybody would be proud to have this guy to talk to him, to, mm-hmm. to be with them or whatever. As a neighbor. You can't yeah. say that for all the blacks that you see now because right. they've been conditioned in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. by the Jews. Mm-hmm. See, the Jews, what they did is they took them over. You know, they took over the all the organizations that they belonged to. And, and the, the Jews ran them. And the blacks didn't even get a chance to run them. Not that they could run them themselves anyway. You See, the blacks know they always have to have whites run something. Because we already know how they, when they get in to run something, like a city or a town, what happens to it. Look what happened to Detroit. Look what happened to uh, Oakland. Look, at, You'll notice they'll have black mayors. You know, they'll, they'll have you know black mayors or black governors or black whatever. And you go look at the condition Mm-hmm. Of that city or town with a black male. 
It's horrible. Yeah. I mean, exactly. come on, let's admit it. It's horrible. And they know, they know that they depend on the white man. They, they actually seek their help out. The, the black man will seek out the help of the white man because they know that they can't do this on their own. They know it. Well, I thought it was interesting when Pastor Manning was, was uh, upbraiding the black women for allowing themselves to be used by the black man. And then he said of the black man, I don't care what you have as your job. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. That there, there's something mentally wrong with you. Yeah. So, I mean, look, at we, we've got, We've got a, a really bad social problem in this country. Big pro- one of the biggest problems is drugs. Pe- people, um, you know, dr- have really big drug issues. If you go, if you go into all these cities that you see a lot of street people on that are living on the streets, most of them are on drugs. Yeah, you know, I was watching a video today. This is incredible. The ambulance comes down the street. The guy um, he drugs out. You know, he he overdoses on the drug. And what do they do? While the ambulance comes, then they, they give you the Narcan, you know, yeah. the Narcan stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. so they come over, they give him the Narcan, bring him back to life, you know, because the guy's going to die. He's going to die, right? Another overdose, so, yeah. Yeah, so they they bring him back to life. Good point. And the guy's, he's living again. All right, now the ambulance is going away. And then one of his friends, he runs back to the ambulance and says, hey, hey, stop, he did it again. Wasn't even out of sight. Oh my god! This this Nokia. I I heard it costs like five or six hundred dollars a shot. It's not cheap. Yeah. Okay. And 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 so what's he gonna? The guy he just went right back to taking the drugs again. He died. He was dead. Okay. He was dead. He they he could they could have just let him alone. He would have been dead. And so this is what our country has become. These people. Um, you know, the people that are on the streets living in the tents and all that. Sure. Some of them, some of them got there because they lost their homes. They lost everything. And, um, yeah, bad, bad, bad. But a lot of them are on drugs. You know, they're on drugs. So Jews are behind 99.9% of the whole world's problems and their force and their power is the Holocaust. That's why we talk about it. Yeah, well, that's that's our topic. That's how we deal with it. But uh, well, that's to expose people to the origins of the problem. The Jews are behind it, and guess what they use to as the boot on our neck. Yeah, uh, it's really sad. Well said. Well said. And, and then another thing, you know, we get people that complain about us saying that, "Oh, you guys are giving up," and no, we haven't given up, folks. We never give up. Okay, we feel the battle is lost, but well, you don't give up. The country cannot you know? be won any more than you can tape up the hole in the right. Titanic. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna bring this country back to normalization of what was good. It's not remember, gonna happen. Remember what okay. I said in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and yeah. this was a time. This is actually uh, during uh, uh, Solomon's time, and this is very important. Let's see. If this is even possible in this country, if my people, okay, let's say, uh, in that time it was, uh, if Solomon's people it was, it, it was directed toward Israel. They hadn't split yet. It was Israel. If, but today it's supposed to be the believers in Jesus Christ. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Okay. Humble themselves, pray, 
seek God's face, turn from their wicked ways. You know what we're saying to God? You got a plan B? (laughs) Because I don't want to turn from my wicked ways. I think I can handle it on my own. And that, I think, is the predominant. The people are saying, uh, they will say, well, 10, you know, it, um, Abraham was saying, if there are 10 righteous people, peace, people in Sodom and Gomorrah, will you spare it? And God said, yes. He went down from 50 to 10. He said, yes, there weren't even 10. I said, in our day and age, we're going to need a lot more people doing a lot better than 10 to save our nation. If, well, if, if that's even possible. That's that's not the plan. I mean, no, the, the plan is God has a plan. And we talked about that in the past. And, you know, uh, his kingdom that we've been telling people about that most people don't care about. Uh, they, they feel that a man is going to do it on their own. They're going to bring peace to the earth and they're going to get their people in office and solve all the problems. And Trump's going to be the man that's going to do it probably on their view. Um, no, it's not going to happen. So what no. do you do? Okay, what do you do? Well, what you have to do is you have to, that's right. on your own, learn what the truth is. Understand what the truth is. Help other people to understand it, so it doesn't become a burden upon you and you worry about it. Don't, don't, you know. There's too much fear mongering going on. We, we don't have to yeah. worry about all this fear mongering. That's um, right. And oh, you know, Jews. China, yeah. China is going to take over the country. Uh, look at China is going to invade. Well, not look at China. Stupid. China already has a, a big part of the country, so oh, you yeah. don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But they're not going to. They're not going to come and have a war with us. Why would no. they? They, 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 they've already accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. They'd be stupid to take over a country. How do you take over a country that we can't even run ourselves? And we're buying their, their crap anyway. So why would they mess up that good system that they've got established? Well, we got CB. CB. All right, CB. Uh, Hello, Hoaxbusters. Hello, hello. Shalom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thanks a lot. You can delete (laughs) him anytime when they start bringing in that crap. So I just wanted to uh, offer up my uh, two cents and uh, or perhaps a nickel. Um, <laughs> I was uh, talking with uh, Dave Gahari last week on the after show. We always get into a good uh, good conversation and some good. folks across the sea in England. But uh, I just want to give my opinion. So I don't. I agree with probably ninety five percent of what you're saying. I think though with with China. Uh, so I don't think that the Chinese people necessarily are enemy. The Chinese government, however, however is. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but I have heard, have heard this from reliable sources that uh, who were in the military and people who worked in foreign service and things who were stationed in China who have said that every day on the radio in China, um, the Chinese government tells the Chinese people we are at war with the United States. And this has been the case since, you know, the, the 1950s. So what are you going to do about it? Right. Well, I agree with you. But well, we, we've our our sellout Zog government has given them the ability to conquer us anyway. They've conquered us economically. All our jobs That's went exactly over there. Right. And they won the financial war. Yeah, right. And and they produce the overwhelming majority of majority of our pharmaceuticals and antibiotics and shit like that. But this is what I think is going to happen. You know, I agree with you that America is gone. There's no saving America. I think what we're going to see, and again, this is not a prediction. This is my opinion based on my years of research and listening to people who are better educated and people who research full-time. What I see happening is basically white people who aren't total pieces of shit are going to basically, you know, relocate into different enclaves throughout different parts of the country. One of them is where I'm going to be moving to soon, which is Greenville, South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, And those areas will, will flourish economically. 
Um, and you'll see, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of these scumbag Freemason police and feds basically getting killed by the invaders who are coming in here. That's likely possible. Yeah. I don't speak for you or for anyone else in our movement. I only speak for me. I personally will not be lifting a finger to help them or expend one of my thousands of rounds of ammunition that I've been accumulating since 2018 because I hate the fucking police. And I think they're a bunch of slime balls who fuck their fellow white Christian working class people, American over for the Jews who control them. <laughs> and now they want to go and say, oh, oh you got to protect yourself from the invaders. Yeah, fuck them. I'm, I'm not going to lift a finger to help them. And like I said, I don't speak for you or anybody else. I only speak for me. But uh, I think we're going to see militias form, um, ethnic militias in those kinds of places. And uh, I think we're going to see um, a situation develop where white people are going to have to do like what uh, what was advocated in the Reich, is going back to the soil, going back to uh, doing your own thing, becoming self-reliant. And I think the big cities that are flooded with these black and brown invader scum are basically going to collapse under the weight of this shit um, it's, it's already happening in Chicago. They've got no them living in the police stations. They're living in the airports. And even the blacks yeah. now, the racist BLM hate whitey give me, gives me that blacks are getting their comeuppance because they're getting pushed out by the uh, by the Hispanics and, and the other brown invaders who hate their guts. And, and I mean, I saw this when I was a teenager in the 1990s and I worked like yeah. in restaurants and things as a busboy. They absolutely hate the blacks. They hate their guts. And, you know, mm-hmm. you never hear about this in the Jewish media. You'll hear about, like, you know, some racist white guy who shot five black guys who just, you know, happened to wander into his house at three in the morning because they were looking for the Christian science reading room. And, you know, <laughs> he gunned them down and he's an evil racist murderer. They were? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you never hear about the uh, the racist Latin gangs that, let's yeah. say, for example, have ethnically cleansed blacks from many of the yes, neighborhoods of South I agree. Central. I agree. Mm-hmm. That used to have chicken shacks on every corner, and now they got taco shops. And there's, <laughs> you know, troops of young Mexican men standing around on the corner yeah. to see when the black guy comes through with his Cadillac with the rims to make sure he gets the hell out of there. Now, if you or I drive through there, they'll, they'll give us a dirty look and maybe say, hey, Whitey, what are you doing around here? But they probably won't come after us, at least not right now. Yeah. But a black guy can't even, can't even walk through there without... You know, he's literally taking his life into his hands. So well, that's, that well, you said, said that there wasn't any improvement. I, I think the idea of of, of the, the inner conflict, like when we we're talking about EMJ and this other Bishop Strickland, I says, I like infighting in that regard. And you just stand back and kind of watch it happen. Then there's going right. to be infighting with the, like you said, the blacks. <clears throat> this is very evident, was evident in Los Angeles. You had the Bloods and you had the Crips and you had all, all these different kind of gangs that were homogeneous in their racial ethnicity. You got it. And then and then so then they're they're vying for territory. You just stay out of there and for a peace sakes, if you're white and have a two brain cells you can put together, don't drive through Oakland any time of day. Honestly. <laughs> Right. Well, and of course, all these virtue signaling white libtards that go to these, you know, BLM, you know, riots with their their stupid I'm an ally and white silence is violence signs and everything. They're going to be the first ones to be feasted on when the shit hits the fan. No doubt. By all the blacks and browns that they love so much. And then all the dumb lesser brethren Jews who get left behind when the Jewish elites go and run off to Israel or China or wherever they're going to work out a deal to go fly to Ukraine or whatever it is. They're going to get feasted on, too, and Mm -hmm. good riddance, I say. So, unfortunately, we're going to lose some of our greatest cities in those places that were once great industrial centers, like when you guys were kids, places like Detroit and Baltimore. But they're already gone anyway. Already. That's right. 
maybe one day, you know, in the 2040s or the 2050s or something like that, we can go back and we can rebuild them and have a renaissance. You know, one can hope. But I, I think that's kind I of what I wouldn't count say. on it. Um, well, by the way, how old are you, CB? I'm 43. Uh, you'd be lucky to you know, put one foot in front of another by the time that happens. 19, uh, 2040, that's when we're supposed to officially be a minority entirely in this country and Canada. Well, I think it's already the case, Diane. I think, you know, like everything, they lie to you. It's like everything, you know, like they lie about the Holocaust and, oh, it was this many and it was that many. I think they lie about the numbers of of Americans who were killed in Vietnam. They say it was 60,000. I think it was probably 10 times that. How would you know? How would you know? Back then, everybody was all paper and pencil and, you know, you'd you'd literally have to go to every filing cabinet in every every corner of the United States and find the birth certificates and the military records, which, by the way, they always conveniently lose. You were a veteran. You know this. The VA always conveniently loses medical records and things like that, especially when it's a hardworking white Christian American who served their country and, you know, has a disability that now they need to, to be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the, that's uh, um, usually their philosophy. The VA's philosophy is line up for the treatment and our plan is for you to die before you get to us. Is that good with you? So that's a, that's a, the VA thing. They don't take care of the vet, the, um, uh, the, the active duty. They don't even take care of active duty family, let no. alone the veterans. Of course not. Of course not. So that that's what I think is going to happen. Again, it's not my prediction. It's just it, – but I think also these cities, when the, when the real shit starts hitting the fan, and mm-hmm. I think it's going to be sooner than we think. might not be like tomorrow or even this year. Right. But right. I think no, in the coming – you know, yeah. Right. It's, it's, I mean it's already starting at a low-intensity level. But uh, I think, you know, it's it, these people are going to get consumed. They have no survival skills. And then, mm-hmm. you know, these all the blacks and browns, they're going to feast on each other. Now, some of them will start to wander out and come yeah. to, to, to look yeah. for whitey and look for trouble. But I just I, I don't see them taking it on. And, and as far as the Chinese, there are plenty of Chinese commandos coming over the border. We've got tons of young military age men, Chinese coming in. Um, the Chinese, if they do try to assert themselves, let's say they try to take over the East Coast or the West Coast. Yeah. They're going to have to deal with these people. And the Chinese are going to get bogged down, and then it's going it, to it's going to be a huge shit show. And I'm looking forward to it personally. <laughs> You're looking kind of glass half full. Um, Stoltz's Deutsch says hello to you. Hello, brother, to you. Hey, Stoltz's Deutsch. Yeah, it was. Um, that's just you know what I wanted to offer up tonight. So I think you know. I, I want to make. A, I, I want to make a comment before you go. Because you mm-hmm. said you want to move what to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got family over there, and South Florida is just getting too diverse for me. It's oh. getting too expensive. So, well, the oh, reason yeah. the reason uh, the reason why I say this because I listen, I watch these travel guys, huh. two people in particular, Joe and Nick, uh, on YouTube. I uh, and I watch this guy named Nick Nick Johnson. Now, what's interesting? I know he is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he Nick Johnson is really good because he has gone through all these states, mm-hmm. and you know where he lives. South Carolina. I think South so. Yeah. I didn't. He moved well, there. It's either, liberal, it's, either though, South, it's either it's either South or North Carolina. I know he, but I that's where he lives. South. So yeah. the thing is, he must have. Remember, he's been everywhere, so he's he's seeing where the best states are, where the pl- best places to go. Because he doesn't he doesn't know where we live. <laughs> we, we actually live. We feel in a very good place. I because think so. it's, it's away from everything and and all that, but. Uh, Anyway, I just thought that it was interesting to see that he ended up there. And he was from California. Yeah, okay. yeah he's a libtard, though. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of his videos where he's criticizing the evil racists. And, uh, well, I, I never saw yeah. any of that stuff yet. But, yeah. I mean, whatever. He's, but his, know, his, his videos are good. They are interesting. 
they are interesting. Yeah. That, the, the Greenville area. So uh, one of the reasons I chose there, I've got some family that moved there. It's also it's inland. Um, and that area, so it's a metropolitan area. I'm not going to be in the city. I'm going to be on the outskirts in kind of a medium majority white town. Um, but uh, there's the all most of the surrounding suburbs of Greenville are almost probably 75, 80 percent white, if not mm-hmm. more. And there is a lot of industry in that area. There's a lot of what they call reshoring going on. So jobs that were sent over by overseas by Jews and globalists that have actually come back to the United States. They actually have a huge BMW plant in that area. Not what's that what's the um, what's the average price of a house down there? Um, it depends on where you're looking. But the nice white suburbs, if you have let's say three to four hundred thousand, you can get a castle, an absolutely beautiful castle. Oh, no, I know. I mean, that's 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 a good deal, you know, because. Uh, you know, if you're in a good spot, that's you know up north, average price of a house in Massachusetts, single family home, seven hundred and forty thousand dollars. Yeah, New Jersey's the same way, New York. But a lot of people are moving to that area. I hear all the time from other people here in Florida who are moving to that area. Other people from places like New York and New Jersey. So there's there's different parts of the country where white people who are fed up are starting to come together. And and that area, for example, does have a lot of these dummy Christian Zionist types. But I think, and this is, this is, again, my optimism is, I think by those of us who are awake and aware and know about the JQ, us going to these places, maybe we can finally talk a little bit of sense into these dummy Christian Zionists, because they are still white Christians. We do, I think an attempt should be try to save them and, and snap them out of their, their stupor. But um, I think it's it's going to be uh, you know par for the course in the future. I think that those kind of places dotted around the country are going to have renaissances. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm less optimistic about that than I am about the, the well. It, does, it doesn't uh, matter the doom that it you're talking matter, about. Matter to me anyway. No, but, I'm you know, I, I was watch I was watching that guy Nick today, and he, uh, Diana's going to like this because he was talking about Montana. That's, well, that's problem. where I'd like to go if I could, but I don't. Have well, I know, I know, but here's, here's what happened in Montana. Oh, folks. we got a problem. That's true. Oh, we got we got a big problem. What's happening is, you know, the people are moving there from California, mm-hmm. right? Right. And the house values now, the it's people that live there can't even afford to live there because the house the house prices are seven hundred to a million dollars. Right. And right. you can't even afford again. Remember, you if you are brought up in a town. And you're, and you're trying to buy a house in the town. You can't even buy a house in your own town because they're a million dollars. What that else is, is the problem in Montana? Wyoming is like that. Yeah. Well, well, Colorado has that in a lot of places, too. Well, Wyoming, actually, he was saying that Wyoming is a, the place to go instead of Montana because Wyoming is the way it used to be on Montana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Remember what but, he said but, about Montana? Wasn't there a water issue? Oh, there's a lot of issues there, but but I'm just saying that Montana used to be everybody. Oh, we're going to go to Montana, and I'm going to buy a ranch. Oh, no, no, you you need millions of dollars to buy a ranch or anything like that. There, uh, it's really and bring it's, in water. And there's a well, lot of people to Idaho too, Jim. That's yeah, like right. a lot of well, I'm, people, I'm just saying these people. These people uh, are having again the water problem, especially where wherever fracking was being done. Yeah, they're having big issues. So I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You, you, it's, it, you really got to think about where, you, where you're going to move and look at all those issues. Research that it water out. And stuff yeah. like that, you know. But uh, it's, it, it is getting bad. Except, of course, in Wyoming, you get six months of 
warm weather six months of cold weather. So, yeah, that's another cool. thing. You got to be able to deal with harsh, harsh winters, and they are yeah. extremely harsh. I mean, it gets yeah, it's hard. Low, you get six, seven feet of snow. Yeah, and you got to yeah. be able to live. You know, uh, uh, you got to be able to handle that. You got to have a pickup truck, and you got to <laughs> you know go and get weeks worth of groceries and all that shit. I think it's tough living. Yeah, it's right. tough living. <laughs> Well, the, yeah. yeah, propane tank and, and and one to fight with as well. I didn't mean one. I mean once with tracks. Well, I know, with a turret <laughs> on it. But yeah. You can buy them. You just can't have the um, – it's legal to own one. You just can't have it like have the fire control. You can't have the, the, the bullets for it? Well, the whole like the whole inner part, like all the fire control systems and, and all that. So I saw there was a video. You can look this stuff up on YouTube. There's a guy. He lives in one of those places, Colorado or Colorado or Wyoming or something. He owns an old like Russian T seventy two tank, but it's it doesn't like the gun doesn't work. But you can drive it around and shit like that. Of course, as our as our piece of shit Zionist commie fag oppression government. Uh, has more and more problems to deal with, and as yeah. their power dwindles because the system is collapsing under the weight of its own shit, um, <laughs> there'll be more and more freedom for people to do whatever the hell they want. In my opinion, they won't be so. able to stop them. Us. Well, they're they're going to be pr- they're going to project their power where they can. So the yeah. big cities where they can, the major navigable waterways, things like that. But places where it's you know more rural, especially when you have more white. People who are who are awake on the JQ and who are fed up with the bullshit, and they don't let's say want to have some redneck Zionist Christian sheriff like Rady Judd telling them what to do, and then they kind of overthrow that sort of power structure also, and maybe they create militias and things. There'll be more of that, I think. I, I just I just don't see this this idiot federal government. You know, they're it's like as much as Donald Trump is full of shit, he's right about when he says get woke, go broke. Like, look at this nitwit, this, I call her the toilet brush head, that Kareem diversity hire that she gets up there and the, the black lesbian chick with the, she, I call it the toilet brush. Head. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> so, yeah. a lot of them look like they got a tarantula on their head, but she looks yeah. like she's got a toilet brush on no her head. No offense to tarantulas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you see how stupid she is. Even, even the, the most lefty, libtard, idiot white liberals don't even believe the shit that comes out of her mouth. Yeah. So I don't think they have much longer personally, but that's just me. Yeah. That's what you're, you're kind of prepared in that respect. Well, one thing is that if you were talking about them bleeding out, uh, the, the blacks or the whatever, bleeding out into the countryside, looking, going from house to house or trying to, that would be very dangerous in our neck of the woods for them because everybody has a gun right. in this part of the country. Right, exactly. Yeah, they can they can do that in places like New York or New Jersey or Massachusetts yeah, yeah, or whatnot. Yeah. But that's and, and the thing is, I think most of them they're they're going to be killing each other. You know, especially yeah. when, when things really first start getting real bad, you're going to see yeah. it. They'll be killing. I mean, they kill each other now over something that's like right. a parking spot or or a pair that's of sneakers right. or something that trivial or or so, an assumed offense. Whether it's true yeah. or not, yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember when I used to have to ride the, when I didn't have a car and I used to have to ride the bus to work. I mean, that was always you, you always sat. <laughs> I always put my earbuds in, whether I had music on or not, right. and I always sat as close to the front by the bus driver as I could possibly. You know, it's funny. Back in the '60s, they were they were protesting that that they were made to ride in the back of the bus. Now that's all the only place they ride. They love the back of the bus. You you, you don't even have to ask them to sit there. They all go and congregate in the back of the bus. So I yeah. would sit by the front, and then you know you just you just have to keep your head down, but look out of the corner of your eye and watch for them. You know, not to come and punch you or do something, and then hope the hell you can get off before they even notice you. So, right. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that's the state of, of how things are in this country. Like Tucker Carlson's, oh, gee, well, look at the Moscow subway. It's it's so clean and orderly. Yeah, <laughs> because it's not full of diversity, you dumb that's fuck. That's right. That's no. right. 
They're mon- they're, so. they're, that's right. So appreciate you, CB. Nice to okay. you, Hoaxbusters. Have a great rest of your show. Talk okay, you thank, thank you. you, sir. Talk soon. All right, we got somebody else that wanted to come in. Concrete Pigeon wanted to come in. Well, see, um, we got we got twelve around. minutes. We we got twelve minutes left, so we can uh, bring him in. If probably, not, we can, yeah. Uh, Let's hear from UK. UK. Must be two o'clock in the morning there. Yeah. Seven, about three, going on four. I think it's seven hours from us. How it you is, doing? Yes, ten to ten to three. Yeah, ten to three. Five. Then it is six Five. hours. Okay. Greetings. Yeah, and it's absolutely hammering down outside. Really? Yeah. Gunfire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the usual, the usual stuff. <laughs> Where are we? You must have slow internet or something. I've, I've said I find it very funny that uh, the weather in Texas mirrors the weather in England just constantly where I watch Walk and Talk. Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's some I always some picture Texas as being um always picture Texas as being uh you know, a really sunny state. Well, it's sunny now. It's going to be sunny the rest of the week. In fact, by the weekend it's supposed to be 80 degrees. So Tomorrow it'll be below freezing, and then and then it climbs back up. You always confuse me, Diane, because we use Celsius. Oh well, you, you're going to have to convert it. Zero is uh, 32 f- Fahrenheit, so um, 80 degrees. I can't remember what that's. Is that to 25 or I think? But uh, anyway, it's going to be warm. It won't stay there, but it, it's going to be warm for a few days. Yeah, I see. Anyway, been watching. I've been. Uh, God bless Joe. Um, I've been watching the Rizzoli brothers for thirteen years. I should think 12, 13 years. Thank you. Love what you do, and uh, yeah, uh, thanks for what you do as well. Great, appreciate that. Now, we, we get we get good support up in in you you know England in our. Scotland and, and those, yeah. Ireland, even you know, it's really surprising, you know. Yeah. But the time difference makes a big difference when we do stuff live for you, you guys. Know, yeah. it's, it's just too yeah. much. Who the hell's going to stay up three o'clock in the morning like you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, right. also, bit, bit shoots up the road from us, um, ten miles away, but we we find it very hard to uh, log on. Really? Um, yeah. Some of us do, so you're missing a lot of comments as well. Mm. Uh, so mm. yeah, you're not getting the uh, as per usual. Remember when YouTube was uh, oh, like yeah. the Wild West? You could leave yeah. comments, link, kind of free for all. That's good. Yeah, that was when I first uh, first started watching Joe and Jim. Oh, oh well, that's when they were really rampant. That was, that was yeah. good. That's something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Before their old AI AI machines uh, kicked yeah. in. Yep. And ruined we, we still we still have a, a YouTube channel up there, by the way. I think you mentioned that, didn't you? Or something? Somebody mentioned it from Europe. But you can't you can't download the videos. You can't do anything. They're there, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we have 400 videos up on uh, uh, Jay Rizzoli, Jay Rizzoli channel. Uh, you know, and I don't know what's going to happen to it. I'm surprised it's even there. Well, Joe well, they still- complained a little bit, and that's then they they put it back up. <clears throat> they're still there for the uninitiated aren't they who haven't come across any of this 
you know, any of the truth, basically. Um, you know, just like just like where I was thirteen years ago. So it's, it's you know, we're getting there slowly. Yeah. So you're sick. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get on. Okay. Okay. And, well, uh, thank yeah. you. For, thank you for calling. Okay. By the way, 40, 40 degrees centigrade is eighty degrees Fahrenheit. Right. Got you. Oh. Okay. Black. Right. Yeah. So you do get it hot. Well, yeah, yeah. for a couple of days, then it goes back down again yeah. until until okay. April. We've never known that in Britain. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Just, <laughs> I, I should think 30, 30 Celsius at the most. Yeah. It is chilly there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. The, 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 our, our seasons, you, t- you talk about chemtrails, our seasons are all over the shop. They have been. I think it's all started from 9-11. The year 2000 was a big a biggie for these people, and they. I feel like we're in World War Three myself. Um we're being attacked from all directions mm. in our water, um, oh, yeah. you know, our skies. Um, and yeah, we haven't had a proper season. Luckily, I'm I'm in my fifties, so I remember normality, which I call the nineties, really. Right. Um, uh, yeah, but the our seasons are gone. Uh, uh, mm. But uh, but we we soldier on. Okay. okay. Anyway, all right, well, thank you for coming on. Keep it yeah. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. All right. Yeah, you certainly will. If I can stay okay. up. All right. Take care. Take care. Absolutely. Thank Bye-bye. you, sir. Okay. All right. Bye now. Bye. 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 All right. Um, so we're, we're coming to. Well, we only got about six minutes left here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody else wants to come on on a, on a, a call or something. But uh, what do you have to finish up with, Miss Diane? Forty centigrade, one hundred and four. We're, we're not there yet. Um. <clears throat> Wait a minute. What? Somebody just puts up. It was bad intel. I think 40 degrees Celsius is 104. It's 40, 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah, is 104 Fahrenheit. Okay. Oh. Not an even. It's not. It's You have to divide it or multiply it by. I know. I thought it was like, 30. 30 it's was like nine fifths or something. Five, yeah. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like five ninths or something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jim, Celsius, not centigrade. Oh, well, I, I thought centigrade was also so 40. Weird. So, Jim, 40 degrees centigrade is 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, okay, I was thinking 25, 25C <clears throat> when I was trying to convert. but uh, I, I can't pre- even remember. <laughs> Appreciate do we, it. <laughs> do we have somebody else that's in the uh, – I see somebody that says John from something here. What yeah, that? I think he's just listening. Oh, Rock okay. Wilmington. Just all right. Um, all right. We can uh, say goodbye to uh, C- CP. Bye, yeah. CP. Yeah. yeah say goodbye CP. to CP. Yep. All right. Bye to CB. Uh, what do you, uh, we only have a few minutes left. So, what? Um, do you have a song have, for us? I do have a song. It's a, it's a song that we've sang before. And you have. <laughs> say it again. You have. I have. Um, <laughs> it's always good to relive. These funny moments in time, don't you think? I don't know. It depends what funny moments you're talking about. No, well, it's a, it's it's, it's some, a group of people that I've actually grown fond of. What us? Well, <laughs> well no, you're well, sort of, kind of. But, <laughs> let's not get carried away, huh? Yes, let's not. Um, Somebody okay, calling so you. Let me see. 
Zero yeah. degrees Celsius times nine fifths. Yes, yeah. thirty-two equals thirty-two degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I'll just yeah. get a converter. I use my uh, speedometer, not speedometer, oh, yeah, speedometer thing. I use my speedometer thing to con- convert. In, okay, in so we're going to close anyway. with this little beauty. Okay, look at so Jim just leaves to answer the phone. It's some John, somebody I don't know who that is. Okay, well, good night, everybody. Yeah, I good night. Thank you for joining us. The finale. I love these people. <laughs> these people. Uh, Sing along. Oh, oh, Westboro Church. <laughs> okay. Made a promise if you'll obey him. He said he would wash away on your filth. If you would love and never leave him, take your heart's proof that you forgot God and killed his promise. That's true. He threw you back to him time and again, but you loved him and played the harlot. Then you whined about your pain, would not refrain, refused to repent and mourn for your sin. Jesus gave you were so cruel, called him a fool. You spat in his face and crucified him. Wrath and woe and lamentations Hey Don't hate your God Bag and night teach rebellion You lie About the Holocaust days The fruit of your womb Their little hellions Your God hates you. That's wrong. You're going to feast upon your children. What do you have? <laughs> you naughty face. Your God hates you. Hates you. It's true. The nations are poised for your destruction. Obama. Ah, 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 ah.
Lord is coming, coming, coming.